We're delighted to be joined today by five-time Grammy winner and one of the greats of blues music, Mr. Robert Cray. Mr. Cray, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Will. I appreciate it. Well, you're staying very busy these days. Uh, many tour dates uh, as you are promoting uh, Standing My Own Ground, this album release that has a lot of great uh, live tracks on it. Tell me, uh, how is the tour going? Uh, how do you feel about the reception uh, to the new uh, album? Well, the tour is going great, and it's really good to be back out on the road again. Uh, and we've been working really hard, and we've you know, been doing a lot of dates in the States, and we've gone to the UK this year, we've done a European tour, and we'll continue to, to uh, work our way through the U.S. until the end of the year. And um, the reception has been great. I think everybody's excited to see live music once again. And I know that um, in our travels this year, it seems like everybody's out on the road these days. So it's good. Everybody's happy to, to be able to participate in live concerts, and we've been getting a really good response. And they'll be in Marion at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center on Sunday, September the 25th. I'm going to be there. Uh, you should be there. As well, you can get tickets online at robertcray.com. Just click on the tours link and you can uh, find tickets there for that show. And any of the other shows going to be in Memphis a couple days before that. And that's just a quick uh, hop, skip and a jump from Southern Illinois. Um, you talk about everybody who's out here touring. You know, the music business has changed a lot in the last 20 years. Um, I was interviewing, of all people, Ray Stevens the other day. And he said that, you know, you used to sell CDs and now you... You go out and tour to, to make money. Can you talk a little bit about how the industry's changed? Yeah, that, that he's, he's totally correct, and he's been around for a while, and he knows about it. Um, but, yeah, it has changed. I mean, people have access to just about anything on the Internet now, and that includes uh, even live performances, you know, and a lot of uh, musicians and acts have been doing you know, uh, live, you know, streaming their concerts so people don't have to leave the comfort of their homes. Uh, and then you can also stream music on your computer or even streamers, you know, hook up to your stereo system. So that's changed quite a bit. And uh, I think the general public doesn't realize that uh, when, you, when you do a lot of the streaming, I mean, you can stream... Uh, you know, thousands upon thousands of the same song and the, and the group of musicians might only get paid a few cents, even for like 10,000 streams. Right. So it, 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 it uh, if you're not a touring musician, it's kind of hard to uh, sustain yourself like you used to be able to do when you sold uh, uh, records in stores. So I'm sure that, you know, just getting out and interacting with the audience, too, is a part of it that you're still getting. But, of course, those younger artists coming up are probably having a harder time finding an artist but or an audience, rather. But um, switching gears, I wanted to ask you about a specific song that I play on the show all the time, and it's called... Um, all, anything you want or I'll do anything you want uh, it's off the that's what I heard album I really love that track and I, I wanted to just as a point of personal conversation would you just talk about that track yeah that song came about when we were having rehearsals uh, uh, before going into the studio 
and uh, we walked into the studio. We we strapped on, and I just started playing the song, and that's how it came about. It, and everybody just joined in, and I finished up the lyrics as soon as, as I started making, <laughs> up the lyric, started making up the lyric as we started playing. And everybody says that sounds good. I said I don't know where it came from. It just happened, and so we put that together. That's exactly how that song came about. It's just one of those. Uh, you know, free-flowing kind of, you know, feel-good kind of grooves with a plea in it that I'll do anything you want me to. Yeah. If you can have me around, you know. So that's how that came about. Yeah, those type of jams that turn into actual songs on albums are, are fun. I remember Kebmo has one on an album years ago called A Letter to Tracy, which is a response to the Tracy Chapman song. Um, oh, um give me just one reason and and i i, I, lo- I love that that tune as well but um uh, robert cray is is with us today uh, another thing i wanted to explore for just a moment i like to ask people who have had success like you have if there was a moment that you remember in your career where you yourself thought okay i've made it there there is one situation where we did the Blues Summit album with B.B. King. And uh, Richard Cousins is the bass player in our band. There was a moment where he was out of the band for about 16 years because he and I started the band. Another good friend of ours uh, named Bob, we call him Bobby, Bobby Murray, Robert Murray. Richard, Bobby, and I all went to high school together. And uh, we played around in bands together off and on in high school. We were all, you know, bitten by the blues bug as teenagers. And we used to all get together and and dream about being blues musicians. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, at 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Richard and I started the band as we were uh, 19 and 20 years old. And... uh, the Blue Summit record was was being recorded, and the three of us were in the studio with BB King and John Lee Hooker. And there was one moment where we all looked at one another <laughs> and go, "Wow, here we are!" That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's very special. I get goosebumps for you just on the other end of the phone line, thinking about what that moment must have yeah, must have been it like. Was, it was unreal. Yeah. So from there, through all these years and all these albums and, and the success, what is it about continuing to perform that satisfies you? Is it the same thing that satisfied you about performing 30 years ago? It is. Because it's just the challenge of trying to be in the moment, in the moment, on stage. We go on stage and... You're not going to, you know, we will not, I will not allow it. The guys are the same. It, you know, we won't allow the music to be the same every night. It's going to be different. I mean, it just happens anyway. The tempo is going to be slightly different than the night before, but I'm not going to play the same solo. You have to be in the moment, you know. We're going to, we're going to lock in. We're going to be reading one another all the time and we're going to do something different with the songs. And we always do change the song list up on a nightly basis with a few of the, you know, favorites still in there. But yeah, we, we, 
we stay on our toes and that's the challenge and you know the challenge also is that you know as a group and our crew we travel everywhere and you know we we make it our our job to to do the best that we can on a nightly basis the crew are known as being great uh, with the crews that they work with locally in all the different places and um we just go out there and we do what we're supposed to do and you're not going to get the same thing that you saw last time. Robert Cray is with us tonight on the Electric Blues Hours. A uh, number of dates. He's in uh, Morristown, New Jersey. As we record this, he'll be in Marion, Illinois on Sunday, September the 25th. You can get tickets to that show on uh, his website, robertcray.com. Just click on the tours link and you'll find the date there and click tickets and be sure to get yours because this is a very special occasion. I was looking back at the history and uh, you played here at Shrack Auditorium in the 80s and also I think opened up for like Huey Lewis in the news or something at the SIU Arena years ago. And I think those may be the only times that you've played here in, in Southern Illinois. It might be up in my <laughs> in a lot of places, <laughs> and and it's really funny because we go, well, I have we been here before? He says, No, no, no. <laughs> and we get backstage and we see that we have been here. Before. <laughs> That's the only way you recognize places a lot of the times. That's funny. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we we appreciate your time, and we don't want to uh, impose you know too much more on it. But um, again, robertcray.com, uh, this coming Sunday, the twenty fifth at the Marion Cultural and Civic Center. Anything that um, has been on your mind lately about the music or the tour or the album that I wouldn't have known to ask about that you'd like to mention? You know, I, I I think you know it's it's really. It, I'm just having a really we're just having a really good time being out here on the road, and uh, you know I think we're due to get back into the studio real soon. But we were unfortunate in the fact, and everybody was unfortunate in the fact that we had this pandemic. We released the album in January of of 2020, <laughs> and, we, and we no actually it was in February of 2020. And we, we started the tour just a couple of days before the release. It was like February 28th or something. We released the album. We were home two and a half weeks later. Man. <laughs> so we're out pushing the record. And we'll continue to do that through the end of the year. And then hopefully we'll get back into the studio. But we'd like to thank everybody for their support coming out and uh, seeing us. So thank you so much. And thank you for having us on your program, Well.